You are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Bringing you a slice of what we call 21st Century Black Radio to the Masses, which is a mixture of old and new school music representing the black diaspora, such as hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and more, as well as news commentary and sometimes interviews here and there. Here to bring you a fresh new three-hour block of Fusebox Radio goodness, you got myself, DJ Fusion, on the mix and commentary in. And we also got my bro who does the same. Let me have him do the intro. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, those trying to block the cosmic slot being diffused box scene. Of course, the Saul Rub, Black Hawk. Wish you a greetings and love from Fuse Box Radio Organization. Yes, indeed, glad to have you back with us. Bye. All right, no doubt, no doubt. And as always, thanks to the folks who've been, some of whom've been riding with us since the beginning of the show, during its origins up in New Jersey at Rutgers University Radio in 1998 to the present. We deeply appreciate y'all. We deeply appreciate folks who came on later, of course, and those who might be brand new somehow stumbled onto our show. We hope you become a longtime listener and things as well to our weekly mixture of cool, relaxed, authentic black radio here in the States and whatnot. And just to do a real quick rundown about how we do the show each week, um, basically at the beginning we do our intro spiel, of course we introduce ourselves, tell you how to reach out to us at any time, upcoming events and things of that nature. Afterwards, both myself and I saw Raw go ahead and we get into the music mixes of the old and new school music tunes and whatnot. And in between those, we tend to have some guest segments, usually from our folks over at Black Agenda Report with Glenn Ford. Shout out to all the staff over there. You can check them out at blackagendareport.com. And also our friends over at the Black University Radio Network with Direct Effects. Shout out to Lamar Blackman and all of those crews who've been holding it down with us as well on this syndicated tip. And let's go ahead and get right into some things because we got a few joints to talk about on the commentary. You can always check out what's going on with the Fusebox Radio broadcast family over at our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. Our Facebook like page is Facebook.com slash Show, which is just straight one word. And if you're on the social networks, um, especially the main ones like Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, buy me yo now we have a behance account for photos that we're taking so definitely check that out and more all of those in with slash fusebox radio so twitter.com slash fusebox radio instagram.com slash fusebox radio so forth and so on and definitely a lot of appreciation for the folks who've been um hopping onto the instagram the um membership's been climbing up really steady on it and we barely promote it so you know definitely props to everybody who's um hopping on that trend and wave right now and for people who are like, I only heard voices for mad years, you can actually see occasional pictures of us on Instagram. So, you know, you can be there like, ah, oh, those are some nice looking young black folks. And, you know, find out about events and other stuff like that. And occasionally music tunes and things. So, we'll keep moving along, moving along. 
You can always check out the show archives from this present episode to about two to three years ago via your favorite music podcast service or music streaming service of choice, such as iTunes, excuse me, <coughs> ah, a little bit of cough here, such as iTunes, Pabay FM, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, and plenty, plenty more. And if you're like, I can't remember any of this, just search for Fusebox Radio Broadcast. We're literally the first and only thing that's going to pop up for a whole bunch of pages via Google, um, Bing, etc. You'll see our nice pretty logo. And, you know, you can go ahead and rock and roll from there. Of course, we always got to give props to the folks who have us as a part of their music and cultural writing staff over at ohellnall.ohmblog.com and planetill, planetill.com. On OHN, um, the most recent album review I wrote for them was of Eminem's new album, The Marshall Mathers LP2. And um, the conversation on the comments page has been up for about two days as of this recorded commentary has been very lively. Um, people tend to feel very extreme about that album. My review, just as a real short summation, said I feel it's kind of meh for various reasons. And, um, you know, definitely join in the conversation. Let people, you know, I feel, know how you feel and how you think about joints and whatnot. Always open to all of that good stuff. And we got to give a few thanks for um, some past events that have gone down since these last broadcasts, especially with the Marine Corps Marathon. No doubt, no doubt. Over in Arlington, Virginia, we were able to represent around mile 22. I actually got to see, well, we got to see a whole lot of runners where we were. We got to see, you know, those first um, few folks who got like first, second, third, fourth place and whatnot. And regardless of your place, by the time you got to where we were, a lot of people were like, I'm going to make it across. No doubt. And, you know, that's not just a physical thing. That's a mental thing. And I want to give props to everybody, you know, who participated in that event and gave us a nice warm welcome with what we were doing and whatnot. We were there no literally doubt. just about all day. No and doubt. Definitely big shout out to everybody who... Um, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that gray-haired people, you know, gave us a lot of love. I shouldn't be surprised with that. No doubt. Uh, yeah, we, were, we, were, we were both raised by good gray-haired people, so. No doubt, no doubt. Indeed, and I mean, with everybody who participated from spectators, because they were spectators who were there when we were there early in the morning. To the end, to all the um, runners and cyclists. Um, I know they were, you know, because we do have military folks participating amongst other folks. You had amputees participating. whole oh, bunch no. of other joints. And um, that's some inspirational stuff right there. Especially when you see the folks who they had the hand cyclist heads. And then you had people who were pushing people. Like, they literally, I, I, I don't want to use the term stroller, but that's all I can think of right now, because I don't know the athletic term for it. But they had people strapped on, and they were walking, running, pushing people. And, you know, it was people of all ages, from, you know, younger folks to literally some gray-haired folks. Making it happen, so... You know, props to everybody. We deeply appreciate the um, opportunity to be a part of what is the third largest marathon in the United States, eighth largest in the world, and represent with the vibe that we have. So, 
that was um, pretty awesome. Um, on a side note with that really quickly, also props to everybody who was able to participate in the New York City Marathon the week after, after Hurricane Sandy last year. I'd actually know a few people from college who participated in that joint and made it through um, amongst some other things. And, you know, as I say previously, um, I represent both the D.C. metro area and the New Jersey, New York metro area. Both areas played a very major part of my life. So to see, you know, things come back up after various craziness that's happened in both areas within the past year, it was pretty cool. So big ups on that end. Um, let me see here. We got a few events coming up in the upcoming month or so. For folks who like the um, art gallery in, with the first Friday, the Fusebox Radio broadcast is going to be back representing over there in around the DuPont Circle area, Washington, D.C., from 6 to 9 p.m. It's free. It's a nonprofit organization, but so, you know, you can do your donations if you want. It's going to be some cool art and everything around that way. Um, big up to them for inviting the family back. Of course, we're representing with our folks over at D.C. Rap. Dot com and one versus many on November 24th for the DC Rap Festival. You can nice. actually get admission free for that online right now, even though those tickets are running out before they start charging a little bit. And there's going to be a lot of fine talent from the DC metro area representing, including for those folks who are really into um, the quote unquote upcoming and major uh, um, hip hop underground. You got Uptown Next Low from Diamond District is going to be on there. And there's a whole lot of other folks who, as of right now, old and new school, I can't announce yet. But you can go to dcrap.com or 1bsm.com for more info on that. This weekend, they're actually going to drop a full lineup, and um, it's, it's going to be pretty crazy. So for free, and in this DC Metro way around Live Nightclub, it's going to be about 7 p.m. to about 11.30. Hey, get your hip-hop on, you know, before Thanksgiving a few days later on and all that good stuff. Right. And then next thing we know, man, it's going to be 2014 soon. Down. As the old folks say, time flies and, and goes by, but, you know, we're glad that y'all have been with us for 15 years. Next year will be 16 as of April. So, you know, wild stuff, but very cool and definitely very, very much a blessing. And I think on the announcement end, as of now, um, that is about it. So let's go ahead and get into some of the items of news and whatnot to talk about. Um, First and foremost, we had a lot of election stuff go on during this past week or so. And I know in particular, um, New Jersey still has the same governor. New York has the first Democratic mayor since, I think they said Dinkins. Yeah, Dinkins. So that's been, yeah, but that's been a while. And Virginia has the first um, Democratic um, governor since, I think, about when I was in high school. So, while I'm the type of person politically, I'm like, whatever party you say represent, you gotta represent right. You know, I'm not gonna be like, yay, all Democrats, yay, all whatever. I'm a third-party person, personally. But I think it's a little encouraging to see all these folks who talk all this extreme crazy mess, which usually is against people of color and what are called American minorities here. You see them get voted the hell out. I think that's a good thing. Now, as we said beforehand, whether it's President Obama on down, you still got to do your job. And if you do bad things, we'll criticize you because that's part of your job. 
But um, I don't think too many people of color are going to be crying about the Bloomberg era ending. Nah, definitely. It's Especially on the stock of Fiskin and other things. Plus, he was trying to extend the mayor thing. You get what I'm saying? So it didn't necessarily get better for people of color or minorities under him. And he and he made the mayor thing wrong. I mean, you know. Yeah, you know, so, you know, it was time for him to go. Yeah, like, there, there was a little too much of a, you know, pseudo-plutocracy biz going on. They're hiding under a democratic shield. So, I personally think that that's, you know, not going to be the worst thing on the planet. Because one of the funny things when people talk about New York City is that they look at, I think they look at the, the shine and gloss of things. Because, of course, Times Square changed from back right. in the day, even from, even, from when I, even from when I was in school. Times Square was going under that development to the way it seemed today. And, you know, some various parts of Manhattan. But when you talk about, like, how average heads live, and New York City, I think it's, like, one of the most expensive places in the world to live, period. Much less whatever else. You know, when you're making things hard for regular people just to run around and get by, and then if you just happen to not necessarily meet a certain economic bracket, and you got, like, the head of the city looking down on you... And trying to justify stuff like stop and frisk to the point where, you know, we'd had the federal judge overturn that a little while ago. That's deep. You know, that's very deep because all that type of thing does is try to help fund private prisons. And something's kind of bad when, you're, when your model of making money is making sure that folks are in prison. No matter what they do, you ain't trying to get people rehab because that means you ain't making no money. And that's where he wanted them to be. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm curious to see how this um, Bill de Blasio guy does in the next few. And yep, they said it was, digging 24 years. Long time ago, a white dude married to a black lady. That's a, that's a, that's a Italian white dude, so, you know. They come with a little different thing than other white cats, but, um... Because he's married to a black lady, I think that there will be at least for at least that type of dude. I think it'll be. I don't mean he'll do anything for black folks, um, but I think there, there's some sensibility there. There's some possible sensibility there, and um, I hope that you know I'm I'm right on that. Uh, poor black New Yorkers have needed help for some time now. Before dinking. So, you know. So, you know, hopefully this will be something better for especially the borough. No doubt. It's speaking of something with prisons, that'll just segue right into things. Um, a study just came out where they said the federal prison population has ballooned over 790 percent since 1980, and almost half of those in prison are there for drugs. Now, when you got a drug problem, it's a real problem. Nobody is trying to say or make light of this type of thing. But when we talk about for drugs, there's times people have it for simple, small possession. And, you know, a jail sentence can really wreck shop on people. And I look at the drug situation in a very, very basic way. The war on drugs has failed. 
it was basically a war on black people, mm-hmm. really, and particularly black men. Because all the while, you may be here, we'll hear a lot of programs and things for women. You know what I'm saying? Which is which is never and never a bad thing. But you don't really hear that for men. And, 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 and one of the best things to do in a situation like that is to be able to push that option or in some ways influence that option of going in, in that direction. Because you got co- private corporations involved in prisons now. So they know they can kind of make a constantly slave and serve our population once they start getting people started in charge. Exactly. You know, so you know that's very manipulative. And 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 um, uh, the, the U.S. military and the prison population in the United States have always been some of the first benefits for corporate, for pharmaceutical corporate America. All of that is very very true, and I think it's interesting that you had brought up the aspect of the private prisons because you know a lot of these sentences or whatever sort of like you know they raise mandatory minimums in a whole bunch of places and other various things you kind of had to scratch your head and be like well if this cat had like let's say a few dime bags of weed why do they got to be there for a few for yay long though or if they actually have a real addiction to a harsher drug like a chemical balance or whatever like you will look at it in terms of society in terms of well if somebody's going to get dangerous, going to get addicted to something, why not get them off of it? But mm. if you're making money with an amount of beds in a place being filled, mm. and some of these private corporations literally find some of the states, if they don't keep a certain amount of beds filled, what does that mean? Like, I'm one of those people, I'm like, look, I don't care if you smoke weed at home or wherever as long as you're an adult i really don't care what you do quite frankly unless you know i don't hope you just don't be behind the wheel depending on what you're doing but to see how adamant some people are against fighting against changes in these laws there's a lot of reasons for it because a lot of politicians unfortunately are the types who are like they'll do whatever somebody pays them to do and say whatever script that person who pays them says and to see that the federal population got up this high, and it's not necessarily like, you know, America has always had crime, places will always have crime. It's not like our country had the highest crime in the planet. It, it, it's very weird to see stuff like that, because nobody's saying, yes, let's let murderers and everybody else run free. But, again, seriously, if you want to plant a, a weed plant in your home and smoke it, and you ain't, like, hitting nobody in no car or, or jacking nobody up, who cares? really cares. I've seen some more dangerous stuff happen with people with alcohol than with smoking a tree. In my 30-something plus years alive, but, you know, there, there's a lot of funny-style business going on on top of various things that some folks have against people on a racial or socioeconomic basis. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. Don't get me wrong. I definitely believe that that, that, that hand is way towards the general core population of whatever race. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know there's poor whites in the cities in the South that are getting stuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's spearheaded that American black man. Because sometimes black men from the Caribbean can get on that slick stuff and get deported. Which means that it's more for us. 
you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I had family that was in criminal justice in New York and New Jersey, so I heard that. I heard the jibber jabber. What I find as jibber jabber as a kid, but as, as I got over, I did not realize those were um, uh, echoes of ancients coming through modern man, warning, uh, warning jokes. Uh, yo, this, you know, this, this is a lot of footholds to, to, to get stuffed in. You ain't have to be down. You could be with somebody, popo bus in, and all y'all going downtown. You know what I'm saying? So it could be one of those situations. So, you know. There's a reason why they got RICO charges for drugs now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that I, I had a lot of people watching for me as a young, but I'm glad I got to deal with certain situations. That, you know, you have to kind of deal with certain situations to kind of be able to gauge it. Especially dealing with as a kid coming up, teenage 20s or what have you. And then, you know, because it's like, oh, I understand more so than so-and-so or so-and-so telling me to avoid this and that. You know, kind of, you know, it's always good to have good people to, like, warn you. Because that's going to be the best thing, you know what I'm saying? Because it's always going to be painted to look like it's an innocent thing to help people. When it's really about criminalizing the population and, and then therefore having them under control and keeping them poor. No doubt. I mean... You know, it's common knowledge that, you know, especially through the, you know, the Ricky Ross situation and other various things, that drugs were literally brought into these communities. And, and you know, poor communities. You know, they got people talking on the side about how, how mess could, could have been that way. And that's messing with, you know, poor white individuals in certain parts of the country. So, you know, you gotta gotta, just gotta scratch your head and, and, you know, think about these things. And it's one of those connect-the-dot situations. And this actually kind of flowed into another story I was going to get into because a lot of times when people have a drug scenario in terms of somebody maybe not getting jail time or getting treated too harshly, the majority of it depends on money and what is the more privileged background. No doubt about that. And uh, with that... From our neighbors up top in Canada, up north, the mayor over there, um, Rob Ford, has had a thing for a while where there's been talk and rumors about him um, being on tape smoking crack. Yeah, that I remember when white, I was older white dudes. When we were up in Canada, I remember seeing something on the news. I, I saw the photo first in Canada. Yeah. And about on um, whatever, whatever. And I'm thinking, like, you know, the three cats I knew coming up. You know, some would have, some would have, most wouldn't have been able to keep that secret that they had on photo, you know, with the, you know, with the mayor smoking a glass dick. You know what I'm saying? On that crack stick. You know, I'm, it, you know, it, 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 somebody would have said something. You know what I'm saying? I'm just surprised that he, that he, that he took a picture. I guess that was, you know, him just cracked out, cracked up or something. You took a picture that wasn't going to come out. Now, that's that's damn near like saying you 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 practicing a speech to to whatever whatever. But he didn't back he didn't like say he was trying to you know resign or nothing. You know I I kind of respect that. I mean like yo you know you know because a lot of cats would have been doing drugs. He just some cats just were a little bit wiser in how they did things. So try to say Marion Barry and this dude was the first cat to do drugs and and complete their terms with you know it it would be a joke. Not in America it ain't like that. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the thing with me with him, 
is that it was such a positive. I'm like, dude, the second they were like, there's video. I remember reading on sites like Gawker and other various places, they were like, yo, there's a video of this cat that's circulating around and him smoking crack, which, again, as you said, I'm like, you must literally been cracked up to be like, oh, there's a, there's a camera. I'm the mayor of one of the biggest metropolises in Canada. And it's gonna be there like, oh, I'm just gonna toot my crack pipe and keep it moving. You know, and after a pretty decent period of time, because, you know, as you said, we were up there this summer. And they were talking about that, and I've heard talk about it from various um, DJs and stuff that we're acquainted with around that way. He um, ended up putting together this um, impromptu press conference and was pretty much just said, um, yeah, I smoke crack okay, but talk about I don't got a drug problem. I'm like, okay, dude. I've never had knowledge of anybody who's done crack. And unfortunately, there, there have been some people, you know, during parts of my life who, who did that, who weren't on some mess at, during that time frame. And then, this is where I'm talking about privilege, right? Because the side of that, he just, they're like, Psh, I ain't gonna resign, and, you know, to each they own. You know, I'm sure people, if they care about it, will vote him out or, or no. He's trying to say that they didn't ask him the right question when all they did been doing is asking him if, if he smoked crack. That's pr- that's some privileged white people sh- stuff to say. Did you smoke crack? Um, you didn't address it properly. What am I supposed to say? Your kingship? Did you smoke it the crack of pipe? I mean, come on, dude. Let's let's just get that done. A black politician up there, much less one down here, would have been able to get away with that. Well, one thing is for sure, though. Marion Barry got caught on the FBI sting sucking a glass dick in the early '90s, and I remember that clear as day. The reason why that's in politics today is because he's been loved for the last couple of decades by local black folks. You can't really say nothing funny around black people of a certain age. You can't say nothing funny about him around black people of a certain age. They'll, they'll look at you funny. You know what I'm saying? So because they loved him, it's the only reason why Matt Barry was in there. But it's like my brother told me uh, um, about a year or two ago. That wouldn't happen in New York City. Ain't no Negroes or white boys gonna be smoking no crack and gonna have any longevity in political service in New York City. It's not gonna happen. Well, there is definitely the exception to the rule. You that's know, not like, gonna happen in New York, though. I know that, you know, that's like, shoot. When I heard that, it still is in there. That's, that's love right there. That's love. And I think if somebody, you know, they, if, you know, everybody deserves to be vindicated, especially after, you know, dealing with that, you know, you know, that, that soul-stealing drug of crack, you know, you know, some people can get that back, get that, get that back together, you know, God bless them, you know. Yeah, man. If, you can, you, you can pull that off in some cities, some cities you can't do that. I know with me in this situation, I think it's just a hypocrisy type of thing, you know. And I think it's like that way with a lot of stuff in general, because I'm like, look, if if you're a politician... And you end up happening to do your job decent, then 99.9% of the time, nobody should care about what you do privately. However, if you're talking about, you know, all these hood people who do ABCDRE, you know, we, we got to mess them up and lock them up, but then, then you're kind of doing the stuff that half of those cats don't do. Mm-hmm. You deserve to have all the trash in the world talked about to you all. Because even if they caught this dude smoking some tree, I wouldn't have cared, especially, especially up there. It would have been like, really? Y'all must be bored today. <laughs> or whatever. 
stuff like that, though, you, you kind of got to be there like, yo, I mean, you know, as a human being, homie, I hope he gets over what is obviously a problem. But, yeah, man, I mean, you know, get, get, get yourself and your life together, dude, you know. And sometimes I think this is also an example of people, if they just maybe said it right from the game, things might be a bit more straight for them. So people trying to kick him out and everything, like if he was just like, yeah, you know what, I will fuck the end. We're in this kind of weird, fast news cycle now with the internet age and 24-hour news. Where it might have been like, oh, yo, this dude can did this thing. You know, he could, he could have done the entire, I'm going to rehash these, whatever. Maybe he had people really not care too tough. Because everybody ain't going to have it like Mayor Berry, where at least for a period of his political career, he built up that much goodwill to still be a council person today in D.C. And have gotten re-elected one time for mayor. Because I was a kid when that went down. I remember the Washington Post had in big letters. It might be somewhere in my mama's house somewhere. That when um, they had the pictures and everything, a homeboy get, getting getting that sting. Yeah, and I remember. I, that that was that, a crazy that, period, you know, but... I remember that. I remember that. That that that, that uh, the footage of it, how it went down. And they showed him with his, you know, puffing on the glass stick, on the, on the crack pipe. I was like... Nah, bruh. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was a bugged out moment and whatever. But that shows that, that shows how much work he did to make people still even care about him. Cause he could have been a whack politician to have folks like I'm gonna I'm gonna go back into crackhead. Nah, no doubt about that. And plus, plus, a lot of people don't know we're not from the area. DC was very much ravaged by drugs in the last thirty years. Word up. If, 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 if you can meet. I mean, you know, I've met some cats in the, between the 40s and 60s, and all of them got somebody in their family, or them, that was formerly on crack, or Love Boat. That, that's a popular drug in here. Love Boat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Love Boat was crazy I guess the back thing, in the day. The first closest thing I can say is maybe it's close to um, Angel Dust, um, that might be used in other places. The boat was called Water Now. They call it water now, but in the 80s, they call it boat, love boat. I remember the Jersey in Wildcat coming down, you know. And see, back in the 90s, I didn't know there was a little bit of drug collaboration and wars going on between New York and, um, and D.C. As a regular dude, I wasn't in that, but I didn't know that they, they didn't see me as not being in that. But, um, so, you know, I was from out of town, so, you know, a lot of jokers from New York got killed down here. Uh, back during that time, back during that little scuffle was going on. And uh, a lot of regular cats got caught in the crossfire who just were from New York or Jersey who just wasn't a part of that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people didn't understand that not all them niggas was, was down with that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, D.C. was very much, you know what I'm saying? And you almost, you can almost meet, um, you know, almost every woman that I met that's from here had somebody in her family that was that, that was dealing with crack all up folks. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but it's not all like that. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, but yeah, definitely. No doubt, no doubt. Um, let's see here. I know I definitely had some people ask me to talk about one or two stories, and we'll get into that in a minute. We got a few more things um, to cover. 
Um, let's see here. Um, let's get into a few. I don't hear anything right now. Hello, hello? I hear you now. Okay, let me restart again. I don't know if that part recorded or not. Okay. Alrighty. Um, let's get to a few other news items and things. Um, R.I.P. to um, Soul Blues singer and guitarist Bobby Parker. No doubt. He did a lot of recordings in the 50s and 60s. Most notably, he did was part of the groove of a song called Watch Your Step. And he influenced many performers at that time, including John Lennon, Carlos Santana, um, the Rolling Stones, and Led Zeppelin. He um, had actually passed away um, not too far from around my way in Tipper Hills, Maryland. No, no. Of a heart attack. And people have heard a different amount of his songs um, sampled in various places, but he's um, definitely most known for the influence he had. <clears throat> Excuse me with um those particular artists I just named as well as um working with folks such as Charlie Parker on the um Afro Cuban jazz composition uh Manteca. Okay, yeah. Mm hmm. And some of his guitar riffs had um ended up being used on songs such as Led Zeppelin's uh, Moby Dick, the nineteen sixty two instrumental um The Black Widow by guitarist Link Ray and um, plenty, plenty more. You know, one of those um, brothers who, like lots of people in that era, unfortunately had some bad contracts. And he really wasn't able to go ahead and get his recorded part of his career popping almost until the 90s. And he ended up touring with um, Carlos Santana later on in life, including at the 2004 uh, Montreal um, Jazz Festival. So definitely um, R.I.P. to him. He was also a session player for a lot of groups, including um, Otis Williams and the Charms, <clears throat> excuse me, Bo Diddley, um, part of the Apollo Theaters in Harlem's um, backup band, who played for folks such as Sam Cooke and Fast Domino, and yeah, many, many more. You can't really go wrong with those classic blues, um, classic American black folk who did blues and living in blues from the 40s, 50s, 60s. You can't really, you know, that song is the earth God vibration. And of course people are gonna, you know what I'm saying, you know. You know, that's the foundation of really all music in the Western world. People don't want to, you know, check, check it out, but you know, when the BBC was broadcasting music to those countries in the in the Western world that weren't in America, they were mostly broadcasting American music. No doubt. Or, you know, or, 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 or white music from England or America that was influenced by African American music. So all these people from other places that got their music from the BBC, they got this, they, they, and they influenced their sound like reggae. That was, that was an African American influence. If people don't fill in the dots when you think about how the media was flowing there. You know what I'm saying? And so, basically, you can't go wrong with that. That's salt of the earth. Oh, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin's been broke up since the 70s. So that means we're talking about a long time ago. That, you know, Joker's 40 and 50 years ago was fighting off this. 40 years ago. 
You know what I'm saying? Let alone new cats that, of course. You know, but that's how it goes. You listen to some of Red Zippo albums, a lot of that stuff. Oh, there's a lot of rap albums. You take the guitar out of it. A lot of that is gospel, jazz, and like old style rhythm and blues, or old style rock and roll that black people did, but the rockers put the guitar in it, the metal guitar in it. And that's really a lot of that, all of that is. A lot of it is just literally electrified versions. That's all it is. Don't get me wrong, I love me some, you know, some 70s rock, but, you know, I, I have to look at it for what it is, not necessarily, you know what I'm saying? And we look at the history of a lot of those guys, too. They'll straight up say, we were listening to blues records or soul joints. That's right. I, I or whatever have you. Like, like, they, like they, they don't want to be like, it just came from the wind, whether you talk about, you know, we just mentioned the Rolling Stones, them or the Beatles or whatever else. They're straight, they'll straight up say that and, you know... The, some of those cats will benefit from almost not saying it to a degree. But they're like, look, I was a kid. That's, that's what I listened to. That's what I grew up on. That's what I got my foundation and the influence from. From covers. Because a lot of those cats did covers during the early part of their careers. To now. And I mean, I love a lot of those type of groups, too, who do their thing. But, you know, as a saw I said, we got to be real. There was a definitely an interesting confluence of things. And um, even with Britain, um, there was a joint called Northern Soul. If you want to look up Northern Soul. And that was like a lot of the foundations of the groups like maybe we look at later on, like the Soul to Souls, um, the brand new heavy, the stuff like that. Like that was the earlier version of that type of stuff. And that was because of music that was coming from the States. And people did their various spins on that. So, you know, it's it's all interconnected, you know, from the black American music experiences, north and south on down. So, you know, we gotta throw that out there. Um, definitely recipe to him and condolences to his friend, family, and fans. Um, guess we'll stay on the entertainment tip for a while and, um, then wrap it up. Um, story that made me feel old today. The last Blockbuster video stores are closing in the United States. Last 300 stores. Man, I distinctly remember back in the day I lived in Prince George's County, Maryland, and there was a big Blockbuster in Fort Washington. I would always go to. I literally watched every single anime video that place had. Every single black exploitation video it had. That's how I first saw Petey Wheatstraw. For people who want to go way back on those type of movies. And other various things. Every single Bruce Lee in terms of regular Bruce Lee, Bruce L.I., Bruce L.E. Subtitle, martial arts movies, all of that because, you know... Even though it's not that long ago, it is kind of long ago. You know, there was no broadband internet in the 90s and early 2000s that everybody could have like it is now. There weren't no smartphones. There certainly there was cable, but it's certainly not the way it is right now. We literally can get, you know, damn near a thousand channels to be paying enough money. You had yourself a little board day and you ain't feel like going to the movies or something like You pull up three, four bones. You go to Blockbuster, you walk around looking at all these covers, some movies you may have never heard of in your damn life. Well, you're almost basing what you're viewing off the cover. You grab up that joint and rent it and try to bust your ass to get it back before you got a late fee. And, you know, through the martial technology and, you know, Blockbuster making some bad business decisions, um, them last um, stores are closing, so... It's kind of funny to think that some folks will never know the the period of renting anything. I mean, you know, Blockbuster came, that was VHS tape renting. They did the fall of DVDs, and, you know, they started renting other stuff and selling other stuff, but 
Yes, it's interesting to see, you know, that little piece of Americana go away. So I just wanted to mention that. No, no. It's like, cause what it evolved into, the gist is definitely better. It's, I think the time that the seeds are connected, the gist is connected, that what is all going on, and that's just part of that. A particle of that, which kind of makes you look at it a little bit, or have that nostalgia thing. Those people are under 20, as time goes on, you'll, you'll start to see that. You, know? you won't have this like old versus young thing. That's how old people do it. Well, you're going to get old. As you define it. You yeah. Know, old really a state of mind. But as you define it, you're going to get that. You're going to see things come and go. Mind. Yeah. You're going to see things come and go. And you're going to be like, I remember jokes like you when I was 10 years old. When I was, tw- when I was 15. When I was 20. You know, you'd be like, I seen jokes come and go. Talking that same old da 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 okay then. Yeah, you know, and, and the funny thing is, neither of us are what society would call old at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I think it's the mark of a lot of things happening during the compressed time frame. I mean, especially with how the tech went. Because I was ending around my last year to a college. I remember when CD burners were on computers, and that was like the hottest shit ever. Like, there's a way that we could grab up some random music file and, and burn it onto a CD. Like, all these file-sharing services everybody have right now. I remember when Napster first dropped, because I was working in a residence hall. And I remember the, the server crashing because so many college students, because, of course, you know, you're in college, but the college heads are, are broke and whatnot, and, like, free things. It's like, so we got these new computers. There's this server. I can just type in something. I can find a song or a video. And I can get these little discs that it might be, like, a dollar or maybe a little cheaper, depending on where you go. And I could burn all this stuff onto it. Because that was also, you know, before the iPod and stuff came out, like maybe about two, three years later. That was the best business ever. Now you can do whatever else. And I'm sure 10 years down the line, heads who might be, like, say, 18 to 25 now are going to be looking at things like, yo, what the hell is this? (laughs) When did that change? You know what I'm saying? I mean... Shoot, I remember when the first little camera came out, that thing looked like a freaking... That thing looked like a VHS box. Now they got, you know, these super thin joints and, you know, we talking when cell phones were just getting into people's hands like in terms of a, a normal thing, not like a rich people thing. And just, and just more, we're talking like 10 to 15 years ago. We ain't talking like 50 years ago. <laughs> but, you know, that, that, like I said, that was kind of like a little nostalgia thing I wanted to mention. I thought that was um, kind of funny. Um, okay, one thing I want to also mention, I want to give a big up to the, um, I guess, Beverly Bonds and I guess whoever else has anything to do with the Black Girls Rock. Just read my mind. That was the next mention. And I saw it for myself uh, the other day, saw it the entirety, and um, I enjoyed it. I thought everybody was inspirational. I thought everybody uh, did, you know, performed well. Everybody looked good. Um, I wish I could have been there. Um... I was definitely inspired by the sisters who were given, you know, the sister from Chicago, the, you know, Muslimina sister who um, gave, you know, who was in the streets and who, who gave her, you know, commentary. That was very inspirational. Big up to any sisters there who, when they spoke, they, brought, they, they made mention of, I want to thank God. I didn't hear that from everybody, but, you know, big up to everybody who was there who didn't say that. But definitely big up to the ones who did say that and, um, 
the most important thing you mentioned to that and another couple of others. But the whole show was good and I definitely think that you know, it just you know, I was born from a black woman and um I'm not mad at that, you know what I'm saying? Well uh, but definitely um the the the, the, the divine feminine uh, Goddess feminine was definitely on display that night. That's it. up. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, definitely the Black Rock Girls Rock. I remember um, first hearing about the foundation around the mid 2000s. Now they got you know the show on BET. They still do a lot of great community work in general, sort of recognizing role models from all over the states and beyond to up you know you know, women of color, particularly black women and other folks who aren't really seen in American media like that on a positive role. And I definitely got to big up um, DJ Beverly Bond and all the other fine ladies who put this together every single year and just have it as not just inspirational programming, but good entertainment programming. Because everything doesn't necessarily have to be all deep and all of that, but there's times when it's like, come on now, I mean... As a black woman, I'm like, I'm, of course, everybody is multifaceted and diverse. There's all different spans of life or whatever. But it's like, yo, every black broad ain't the ones on VH1 screaming on a quote-unquote reality TV show. You know what I'm saying? You know, every black chick ain't Oprah. There's a lot of us in between of different mentalities, spirituality, shapes, sizes, skin tones, all of that. And to have a program where that's put on display in a good, smooth way, and it has a good vibe to it, that has to be appreciated. Because unfortunately in 2013, people of color, period, much less black men and black women, aren't represented as just diverse people in mainstream media. Still. And, you know, there's always people who try to have a little fit about it. Well, why is it black girls rock? Because it's apparently on mainstream TV, it's white girls rock every damn day. That's why. <laughs> Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Get over it. Why is there black entertainment television? Because white entertainment television channels one to 999 BETs 1000. And that's owned by a white conglomerate. How about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you really want to get to your research, even though there are people who are trying to do good things within that channel. Such as the black girls rock program. That normally people who don't know their history, that negative time of the why, you know, well, the history of what was developed from then until now is the reason why there is a black media period. Exactly. There's a reason why, there's a reason why, unfortunately, there has to be, there has to be, not a choice, there has to be folks who have to put out things about their own communities. No doubt. Because a lot of major societies, sometimes maliciously, Sometimes out of ignorance, they just don't do it. I wish there was just an all-girls rock. And you know what? I do think all-girls rock. But as a black woman, I like to have programs like Black Girls Rock. And people got to bite that. And on the side note, um, let me pull up this article. There was actually a... Shout out to this white lady who wrote down why I'm not here for white girls rock. Because of course, as I mentioned beforehand, there's some you know white folks who are being a little ignorant about it. And this white lady's like, look, I'm white, and I know black women are represented in a certain way. Throughout whatever. I don't have to feel insecure about myself and, and try to diss what other people are doing. If anything, we all need to embrace different stuff. And it's a really great article on the Huffington Post. I'm going to link to it. 
um, in our show notes. But um, Homegirl went in and dissed the hell out of racist white folks who are trying to talk trash about the program. Um, her name is, the lady who wrote the article's name is Olivia Cole. Um, you can go to Olivia A. Cole at WordPress.com for more stuff with her, but I'm going to link the article in. I was kind of glad to see that that write-up go down. No, no. And what Because, you know, again, it, it always bugs me when people get mad ignorant about that type of thing. And I think a lot of that comes from partially ignorant to partially folks not being able to let go of the few, one thing that makes them feel whole. And looking down on somebody shouldn't be the only thing that makes you feel whole. No, definitely, definitely. That means that it's coming from a place of being broken. You know what I mean? They feel that particular way. No doubt, no doubt. But yeah, that that was a great program. Big up to everybody who was um, a part. Oh yeah, definitely. Women, people like that. If you white, you should do that. You should do that whenever you got the chance. Because it's not. It's beyond about black folks. That's a part of it. But when it comes to like being what's right and what's true, you want to save your self or save your soul and detach yourself from that you know don't go down with the ship you know God is about love so anything you've seen perpetrated by a particular group that doesn't represent love then it doesn't represent God and therefore their destination isn't a cosmic one or a one that is that has peace in it after they close their eyes or after they leave this plane there's not peace where they're going don't go down with them. No doubt. You know, separate yourself and thereby doing that. Die. Speaking or being about, you know, what's right as opposed to being a part of that. That's if you, if you got soul, then that's what soul really is. Yeah. No doubt. I can, I can definitely dig that and agree with that. Um... Hmm, let's see here. Let's do another TV entertainment story. Then there's a DJ story I want to get into. Then we'll just wrap up with one or two other joints. Um, there is talk that has been confirmed that the History Channel is trying to make a reboot of the Alex Haley miniseries Roots. I do not really know how to feel about this. Because a part of me is like, well, if people want to see Roots, it's in every format available right now, with probably the best actors of that time who are trying to convey something at that time. Secondly, the last time I tried to watch something on the History Channel where they tried to do a version of something was when they did that mini version series of the Bible and I ain't see not man black people in Egypt or any other place where I was like this was and this was this was supposed to be the big old hyped multicultural version of the Bible. Yeah, this was and it was just there like so oh there's there there's no Negroes in Egypt. There's barely any um if you want to talk about the modern population there. There's none of the people we call Arabs up in there. It just happened to be that Moses and the Pharaoh and everybody else is white. Click. I end up turning the Cartoon Network because I was like, I'm, I'm not beat for that. Um, thirdly, it's one of those things I look at in kind of a weird way because I think it's 
good and very needed on one level or over that America finally gets to embracing and acknowledging some of the darker parts of its history as a young country. And that includes having, you know, slavery and other things being put in people's face. Like, you can't talk about this like, well, that happened beforehand. It's all good. We barely are about 50, 60 years past the civil rights movement, which was post-slavery. You know, you got to have a generation of folks to see, well, this might be why black folks are a little uptight sometimes. Yeah, definitely. I what think those do? movies great yeah. or whatever are great for people who especially who are immigrants and uh, for people who are from overseas that don't know. And more than likely ain't going to read nothing about it outside of school. So it'd be good for them to see that. You know what I'm saying? So they can kind of get a clear view of, well, we'd have migrated then. We'd have got our asses kicked. But you migrated when it was nice and easy. You know, after poor white folks and poor Negroes put it down. And it's, it, it's a weird thing because it's like, again, I'm glad that something's coming out because you know the movie um, Close Your, Your the Slave dropped. Um, Django Unchained more on, on the pop end, but it did show some very, very violent things, which did happen during that time frame. And other jokes that are kind of coming up on the modern age, a part of me almost feels it's kind of a cynical, a cynical move. Because people are looking at things right now like, oh, these, these Negroes talking about stuff is making some money. Let's hop on the money wave instead of the, you know what, let's hop on this because it needs to be put out their wave. And, you know, lastly to me, I'm like, slavery needs to be talked about, but lots of facets of the black American experience need to be talked about. And put on screen, whether it's document, on the documentary end or on the cinematic end. Let's not just fall into one stereotype or another about, in terms of, well, we can only talk about these three things about, well, about black people. And that's it. I don't think it should be shameful to bring up slavery as a black American. By the same token, I hope it doesn't get to a pattern where that's going to be the next wave of all we see until a new trend comes. No doubt. If that makes any sense. And also, briefly, slavery is a part, is a, is a section of part of what was globally going on on the planet. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of stuff globally going on, stuff going on in China. I'm trying to colonize China. Other parts of Africa when slaves were bringing over. And kind of like the, uh, a, 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 a rift between the Muslims of that time and the Europeans and some alliances that a lot of people don't know about. Because the first slaves in America were white people. It took me a long time to accept, I had, you know, when I did my own personal research, I realized the first slaves and the Muslims were a part of bringing them here to the West. You know, a lot of people don't know that when you really start to dig that up, before the slavery was, before the black thing was happening here, there was whites here. And there was whites and blacks or whites and Muslims bringing them here, you know, and so... The black thing came later Because there was, you know, some blacks that didn't Because there were blacks who were here before slavery Before there was slavery People don't want to accept that But that's that's fact written by Europeans And Jesuits When they came here because it was a Catholic church That was involved with the slave trade also So there was a lot of people's hands In a lot of different places So, you know, once you kind of get a You know, and also there was, you know you know, uh, there was consolidation of businesses and banks, too, as a latter part. So there was, you know, the money that they got from slavery, you know. There was a lot of stuff going on. 
and then you know so to give you a broader picture once you do their own particular research or whatever and, and in these movies like i said are, are beautiful because they most people are going to be illiterate till they die and so they can kind of have this or and maybe they can push somebody they know who are younger to probably to find out things because black people were a lot of people and so therefore they had to learn they have they're in darkness darkness meaning lack of knowledge around hidden darkness never was supposed to mean evil because it's the companion of light light comes from darkness but within the darkness one has to ignite you know allow that energy force to ignite within them so they can shine forth light to light you know what i'm saying and part of that is learning the lesson and then when you learn the lessons you're part of initiation initiation of life having to learn what you need to learn to be the best you can be your higher self you know or that part that union with the creator that is within that is within us all right no doubt no doubt um let me see here do, 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 do. Um, I will take this story off the map for now, and I'll get into this other joint. Um, I've had a few people get at me about this story, and I kind of wanted to observe things before talking about it on the radio show. The best way I can describe this is, this is a story that goes to show why we need to document what hip-hop history is. And to get deep into the multiple facets of hip-hop history, because, yes, while we know there are particular people we always big up, there's... I'm sure plenty more people who didn't get shine for whatever reason. This also goes to show that you, in the internet age, I don't understand why people still try to front about about where the status is and what they do. And then, you know, the internet, especially on the board day, people will search and find out something. Now, I talk about all this because there is a dude who has been running around trying to go by the name of Grandmaster J. And this guy says, you know, he was a legend back in the day, A, B, C, D, or E. Whatever. Now, I'm kind of paying stuff, never mind when I first see it on the net, because I'm like, people talk trash all the time. But this story builds up more and more and more, because there's this um, new music tech item called Beams. It looks like a freaking toy that just been sounds, or whatever. But they got this dude who called himself Grandmaster J, look like he's doing a, a turntable routine with it. And, you know, as a tech person who's on some type of thing, I'm like, this is pretty much bullshit right from the gate, right? I'm not really taking it too seriously. But what got it into one bit of territory from another is that first you have, you know, various catchers back in the day who's like, we don't know who the hell this guy is. They're saying they were running around New York during ABC time, whatever, whatever. And then, because we have people who are sleuths on the net, they find out in this little commercial thing that's demonstrating this project that it was actually jacked from a DJ Jazzy Jeff routine. <laughs> and DJ Jazzy Jeff was pretty much like, got pissed and wrote a pretty in-depth thing about it. And, um, whatever. And then this dude, Domino's, just literally fell all the way down. Where folks are like, yeah, this dude's been, you know, talking mad yang for a minute. But the thing is, he didn't really go through a lot of DJs. He circumvented the entire thing, gave himself a nice little title or whatever, and went to the corporate people to get money. Hits this entire thing about promoting this product. Now, for one, there's so much that's just wrong with this. 
first and foremost, I'll just look at it on the corporate end. If I'm going to pay somebody and put them in all this promotional thing or whatever to promote my product, whether it's cool or it's garbage, nobody did due diligence trying to find out who this dude is. Which means that your R&D department of your company and other types of things, y'all really need to go through um, some talks. Just because dude's a Negro and, and is talking some fancy talk don't mean it should be all good. It's like a bit older. Mm-hmm. Next up, I'm on the tip of... If this dude's been trying to perpetrate for years, why did nobody bring it up before? This is the type of thing... Where if you talk about people who are supposed to be in history, that type of thing should get shut down because you know people can just you know talk a bunch of good gang and you know get in panels and all the other type of places and, and, and spread false information. I think it was about a couple months ago I had made mention. Um, somebody came up. I made mention there's a lot of the people in hip hop or there's individuals who claim to be of that society. Will put hip hop things around them, but that they're not necessarily hip hop within themselves or not generators of that. You know what I'm saying? They kind of synthesize everything that they heard and then kind of regurgitate it back to them in kind of like an amalgamated mix form of kind of all the ideas or the day whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cats in the, in hip hop that are like that. You know, I think everybody's been more influenced, but you know, it's all like you have cats that. Who Jack Beach and don't want to give people no money. Jack Beach from the 90s, you know, and don't want to give them money for their arrangement. Oh, you sampled it, but they, they didn't, but you're sampling so-and-so's arrangement of that, of that production. Sample the original production that doesn't have Homeboy's arrangement and do something original with it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, like, also just talking about a couple of seconds ago with, um, African American rhythm and blues from the middle of the century. Hip hop is the same way. It's the same bloodline for for God freaking sakes. No doubt. You know, people gonna people gonna people gonna you know, leech off that. You know what I'm saying? Grandmaster J. You know. When I first heard that name, you know, I'm I'm a, a generation kind of behind them dudes, but when I first heard that name, I heard you say that that that, that just let me that let me know that he that more than likely he wasn't from New York. And that, that he sounded like some joker that just whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And it's not like I heard all the names, but that just name just didn't have a certain vibration with it. And, uh, yeah. cause in that case, people strive to be very original, you know, and, and, and that's where the term biting came from. Of course, you're going to be influenced, but, you know, individuals will do something to the point where it's not influenced, but it's copied. You know, like homeboy copied Jazzy Jay's, Jazzy Jeff, excuse me, routine. You know, that jazzy title, that's a New York thing that happened back in the 70s, so any cat that had that that ain't from New York, he got that from New York DJ. But and Grandmaster, you know, even though that's connected with the, the martial arts, but that was something out of the, the you know, Bronx, New York school of, of interpretation of that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but nah, that's, that's just how it is. And, and unfortunately, individuals gotta be able to prove that and shoot that down. Whenever possible, whatever the music started perpetrating, you know, that's, that's, com- that's kind of a common thing every decade of black music. In some ways, people are trying to overstep their boundaries, you know what I'm saying? And they might even be black or of color, but there'll be people overstep their Because look at hip hop today. Hip hop is, hip hop, out of all the different styles of different cities, they have their own form of music, like DC might have their own. 
your hip hop one grew up to be. With this shit, blew up the biggest. You know? And, um, you know, so people are going to try to reach up that energy for us. It was really helpful in helping individuals um, stay young. Kept a good vibration in people's minds where I go around jokers that I came up with. And I'm like a teenager around them. They look like old men. And I'm like, you know, hip. I, I have to say hip-hop has something to do with that. Uh, I could dig it. I'm the creator most high working through hip hop, of course. I'm a, I'm a soulful black man, so everything that I'm God is connected to everything. You know, not in a Christian or Muslim way, but God is connected to everything. So, you know what I'm saying? So, in, in, in some ways, I'm saying, oh, it's the music, da 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 da, but God is bringing that through the individuals, the individuals that have peace within. Mm. The arts is about peace within, really. Yeah, I know. I, I I just look at all this type of stuff in the way of like you said, like people have been perpetrating for years. It'll continue happening, but this was a very blatant situation where I think Homeboy, almost because nobody really just literally called him out and shut him down early, got to this point where um this big major company. Was like, hey, we we got this um, pseudo DJ thing called Beans. Let's let's get you through. And you know, like, unfortunately, lots of times the hip hop community didn't check itself properly until things almost got to the point where it got out of control. Now, luckily, this time it got it got deaded. But who to say, you know, what other things are going to go down? As time goes by, I think it shows a lot of everybody always had to be on that due diligence. I mean, partially, I think because it was a DJ thing and DJs, as a DJ, I think we're all kind of sensitive about our craft <laughs> and whatnot. It's going to be like, well, what the bleep? Mm-mm. You, you can't be doing A, B, C, D, or E. But think about how many people on other sides of the field got played out. We talked about, you know, the old school blues and other cats early, but there's been hip-hop cats that been played up for ages who are MCs. Whether they had, you know, whole wholesale songs jacked, lyrics jacked, whatever else for from somebody else who might have just been a little more slicker than them. And, um, you know, the other stuff. It continued, you know, messing people up. We just saw the TLC joint words, like, that was straight up black folks ripping off other black folks. Mm-hmm. With that um BH1 movie for the younger generation wasn't familiar with their story. Who were like, oh my god, this is crazy. I remember when um I remember that BH1 interview they all had when they were talking about how Pebbles and LA Reed like gave them those old Yankee contracts. And stuff. But it's like this type of thing happens all the freaking time and I think unless we ourselves are going to try to police that corporations ain't gonna care they're gonna be like this just looks cool right now for some reason this this hip-hop thing's lasting for a little bit so we're just gonna make money with whoever's there whether it's a cat named jay-z or some joke we ain't never seen in our lives called grandmaster jay and you know yeah these folks economics of all um ethnic background but you know hip-hop is still one of those backgrounds i think that hard has to affects the most black americans in terms of its, in terms of what people look at as legitimate hip hop, not saying that other people don't make dope hip hop. Don't get that twisted. But 
people always love to have the black American co-sign in terms of what's cool. Might not want you in their home. Certainly don't want you to be present no matter how middle of the road you are, apparently, from the way our country's been the past about six plus years. But if it's like what what what's gonna make me what's gonna make me know that this is dope at the end of the day is, is what a black American does. And this company looked at that dude that way and you know Luckily got you know, got played, but again man, we, we gotta keep track of our own stuff, man, you know. NBC and all them don't don't give a damn about hip hop unless it's usually something negative to report. You know what I mean? We gotta be the one to knock out a negative, put out the positive, and I think that should be the main lesson of all of these, you know, shenanigans and whatnot. And if you're just a criminal, yo, dude, don't do criminal crap where you make it easy for people to call you. I mean, this dude had photos where you could literally see that they photoshopped themselves and different stuff. And they photoshopped themselves on, on, top of, on top of internationally known DJs. It was obvious Photoshop job. It's like, my G, yo. But again, if we don't check ourselves, what can you do? So, interesting story on the DJ music again. One or two more joints and we will wrap it up here on the little bit of commentary on different news things. Had a lot, like I said, we had a lot to go into to this this week. Um, for my folks who are comic book nerds like me, some pretty good news. If you've been waiting to see Luke Cage represent in a movie or TV series, um, it's going to happen on Netflix starting in 2015. They're doing, rolling out some, um, Marvel's rolling out some TV series that are going to touch base on some of the characters who haven't necessarily been able to get into the movies yet, including Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and more. And for those um, folks who know about Luke Cage, he's been in one of the um, black superheroes have been in the comics since the 70s. And um, he's pretty badass, so I hope they don't screw it up. Netflix has done a pretty good job with their independent series. So, I saw this story. I'm a little excited about that. Now, they can actually get forth to, to making that Black Panther movie. That that will truly be the end. Where you got, like, a black superhero running an African country that's the most advanced in the world. With technology, who's a superhero? And for people who aren't familiar with Black Panther, please check out that series. It is, like, the dopest series ever that nobody's trying to give love to. And, um... On a, and they actually had a good um, animated series. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix or Amazon, is it whatever yet? But um, try to look that joint up too, because that series was fantastic. Um, big up to Anthony Mackie too, since we're talking about Marvel and black folks for a bit. He's gonna be in um, Captain America, the next Captain America movie, as the Falcon, which is also another black superhero in um, that joint. And they had him in the preview, looking badass too. So I'm like, some somebody there is is is, is caring. So you know, Josh Whedon and all you other guys who've been doing this geek biz for a minute. Um, let's let's make some of these other characters get some shine too. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought that was kind of cool news to focus on that type of tip. And um, let's see here, uh, which crazy story do you want to talk about first, Asara? Um, I'm going to give you the choice. There's a story about a bunch of deadly spiders bursting from a banana. And there's a story about a bunch of drunk French people taking a llama onto the subway. 
What subway where? Subway in New York or subway in France? Subway in France. Neither one of those didn't pique my interest, you know. Uh, I guess about the spiders and the banana. Okie dokie. The other one was pretty, was pretty basic. These guys stole a thing from the circus and they had a picture of them with uh, the joint on the subway. So that was kind of They weird. probably were going to try to have sex with it. That's what they probably were going to do. But anyway. And uh, that's a good reason why to not get in the story because I wasn't even trying to think about that because, ew, okay. Um, you got it, baby. <laughs> yeah, as, as, as I said, ew. Um, this happened in the UK um this tells you to try to wash wash your fruit and wash your fruit um this lady went to one of the um, chains over there and they, you know they do like anybody else they went to the store and bought a banana they looked at this like there's some white spots on here hmm I don't know if this is mold or some other type of thing well let me maybe try to peel this joint and see what's good cause it's breakfast time what ends up being in that joint was those were spider eggs them joints were literally hatching and coming out. Now, her and her family beat up because they're like, you know, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? They teased that joint. So it's like, oh my god, it, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Where I'm like, I'm glad I wasn't in London because if I, that was me, I would never eat bananas again in my life. And it wasn't just like regular spiders that burst out of there. They did this joint called Brazilian Wandering Spiders. A highly aggressive venomous spider certified as the most toxic in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, that was good. They could have got hurt up or killed by that. Yeah, man. That's what makes this thing a bit, like, way more crazy than whatever, whatever. I mean, it's like plants, bugs. It, it can happen. Kind of gross, but it can happen. Um, the store ended up paying for the extermination of the place and the Tavern Hotel where the, lady, like, the place was um, put up. But that's one of those things I'm like, look, if you don't already think about inspecting your food, I don't care if you're a health nut, this story should make you think about inspecting your damn food. And from wherever it's important. I mean, come on, man. Who's trying to think that some damn poisonous spiders are going to come out your banana, B? Who's going to think spiders are the first thing they're going to come out your banana? Because I would already be grossed out then and be like, fuck bananas. Like, I'm I'm not mad at this lady for being there like, yo, um, I now have a phobia about buying bananas. Hell yeah, I have a phobia about buying bananas. It would have took you one bite and, and, you know, you and your fam could have been done. And now these are baby ones. They already look kind of gross. Like if you find a video of what these things look like or whatever. But when they grow up, they look like some crap from Arachnophobia, if anybody remembers that movie. Like some joke where it's like, I'm a short person. I don't have the world's biggest head, but it's sizable enough. We're talking about like maybe a seven inch spider <laughs> going, hey, what's good? That makes me a punk, so be it. Hell no, I ain't gonna stay in no house that has some crap like that there. No. You know, I came up in suburban and urban areas, okay? I don't like seeing a, a half inch cockroach. I see something like that, you know, you're gonna be like, how them cartoons be like, kill it, kill it with fire, because it's gonna be like, I, I don't want to be there ever again. No. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, th- I thought that was crazy, man. And I think, news-wise, as of now, 
that is about it. We talked about a whole lot of stuff. We covered a lot of things on multiple ends. I think it's cool. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We're definitely glad that you tuned in. God bless you. Thank you. Hold up and watch. Off the soul of dark, ready to rock. On the chart. That's all raw, black hawk, with you, Bob. This is Didi. For all those on the earth, within the earth, in other dimensions, in other galaxies, solar sun systems, we bid you good vibrations, love, and peace. And we'll see you the next funk time. That's the next funk channel. Broadcasting from Galactic Center, baby, baby. What's the deal, Fusion? All right, no doubt, no doubt. I think you did the wonderful closer for what's going to be a wonderful show. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. This is the Fusebox Radio Broadcast, 21st Century Black Radio for the Masses, rocking out since 1998. Of course, we play music from all over the internet of Black Diaspora. We do our talk, as I always say. You don't got to love our commentary or agree with everything that we said, but if it sparks some thought and some conversation, we've done our job. Like the many, many great independent black media outlets, independent media outlets, period, from the past, and continuing on that good tradition. With our music playlist, you can always go ahead and submit music and go to fuseboxradioonline.com to do that at any time via SoundCloud or via email. And we are a non-payola, non-bribery organization. We play what we feel, we play what we like. Sometimes it might not get your tune on quick, but, you know, you got a dope joint. It's going to get on here eventually. So, you know, you make that happen. We are one of these seller organizations that displays booty stuff for, for giggles and fun. You know what I mean? And, yeah, that's about it. Fusebox Radio, DJ Fusion, Assault Raw. We're about to get into the music mix. All right. Peace. Now listen to this. Box Radio, DJ I breaks it down to the bone gristle. Hell speaking, scud missile, heat seeking. Johnny blazing, nightmares like Wes Craven. My third eye seen it coming before it happened. You know about them up and statin kids, they smashing everything, huh? And in any shape, form, or fashion. Now everybody talking about they blasting. Hmm. Is you busting still or is you flashing? Hmm. Talking out your boss. Hell, we should have learned about the flow in PZ Afro. To Calgary Stallion, chinky eye and snot nose. From my naps to the bunion on my big toe. I keeps it moving. Know just what the fuck I'm doing. Rap insomniac. Fiend to catch a nigga using. Slip the cardiac. Arrest. Me. Exorcist hip hop possessed me. Crunching again like a Nestle. You know my stage. Burning to a third degree. Sneaky ass alley cat. Top pedigree. The head toucher. Industry party bum rusher. You don't like it, but it's been your fault. Oh, yeah. 
them off to the nearest third. Check these non-visuals again with tapes and a portrait. Flood the seminar trying to orbit this corporate industry. But what the again can't see must break through like the woo unexpectedly. Protect your neck. My sword still remains imperial. Before I blast the mic, Rizzy scratch off the cereal. We reign all year round from June to June. But it's again fight immediately if not soon. Set the lynching and form the execution date as this 2000 beyond slang suffocate. Amplify sample through vacuum tubes compression. Cause RZA, the charge against 20 G's of session When my mind starts to click it, And the strategy is mastered The plot thicken This be that whoosh I don't give a cotton picking Fuck about a brother trying to size it up again up. I hold my own Hard hat protect the dome Look at mama baby boy acting like he grown No time for sleep I get deep as a baritone Killer B that be holding down his honeycomb Lounging son Who brother number one Protect your neck Flying guillotines Here they come Bloody bastards Hard times and killer tactics Spitting words Plus semi automatic slurs Peep the graphic Novel from the genie bottle Hit the clutch Shift the gear now Full throttle Time to bungee To the next episode I keeps it grungy Hand on my nutsack And spitting lungs Had a whack They get that Don't understand the fact When they come to visit tracks I don't know how to act Real rap from the stack Killer Hill Projects How to be exact Break it down All in the together now Things are getting good, looking better now.
town. Mount Pleasant, Adams, walking southwest. Waterfront, Bennett Road, Minnesota, Sheriff Road, Brooklyn. Road out of Saratoga, Garfield, Park Morton, Jerry Chase, Harvey Bottom, Chinatown. Penn Corner, Union Station, Fort Totten, Town. Good Hope, Congress Heights, Mayfair, Bella Gardens, Anacostia. The Big Chair, how are you? Trinity, Fort Pond, South Dakota, New York Ave, Route 50, take you all across the border. listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fuse. We are f***ing wax, man. What is this doing to us? Hey, yo, I'm heading towards a magical path, rhyming over African jazz, put the drug inside the crack of my ass, do a squat, then it falls out, send it off to my hall where them all out, cop whatever, put it on the MasterCard, come home so I can float it really fast and hard. Yo, who the Oh, I'm with that bastard John In a Porsche in the seats and made a mastodon He had an accident and now we got a plastic arm Got paid, got his mama nail salon Got laid, he can choose him from a catalog Russian, Taiwanese, whatever They say I'm looking Siamese and leather Little red devil on the dresser Writing red pencil on the letter Thin slices of the cheddar Folded up, make my life better We had the lunch at Osteria Marini I had the cash rain Half glass of Cabernet on the past train New Year, they still love me for my past fame Like a soccer player, call me by my last name A young Zenadine Sedan In flushing metal bug, drinking Hennessy with mom You might cash me out in Tennessee with wine Won't even die unless the ice goes to centerpiece of swan Fly away This won't even dine unless the ice sculpture sent a piece of swan. We exclusively in the studio. My nigga Cagey Badges, my nigga Rockin', my nigga Tech on the boards, my nigga Hutch Davis. Westside OPM, other people ready, huh? I seen the new Porsche today. I'ma get my mom that black on black dance for real, like I'm in combat. I get the same type of girls that LeBron snatched, except it ain't no guarantees in my contract. True enough. Oh, fuck you, I've been through enough. Told them it was other people's money. Then I threw it up, makes sense. Sometimes shopping is a day spent. I might be out copping before I pay rent. Might be out comping, get my whip. Watch just so I can see it, just so I can see it, do a lip gloss on it. Man, it sound like I should have put Rick Ross on it. Looking fine Rolexes with the TikTok on it. Oh, that's what time it is. I'ma let y'all handle mine a bit. I must be where you always tried to get. Cause when I came up, again, feelings came out. The cars pulled up and the ceilings came out. The ladies came through and they she pushed up. And just when she was ready to leave, I pushed up and told her, hey baby, I'm crazy, but I drive a 650. I drive to Vegas if you did with me. Let's shoot a video. On the desert, she said, You already did that. I laughed, it's like, Oh, shit, how I forget that. Make a quick stop at the store, get some zigzags. 
cold ass bottle of water and some Tic Tacs. Mine's again by six packs, not Kit Kats. Where your homegirl live at? Try and hit that. I had two bottles of boob. Don't want to chit chat. This is a world premiere. Don't want to miss that. Didn't have me in top 10. Still get mad. Tickets ain't figured it out. Real dish last. I can stop rapping tomorrow. Still get ass like back high school in the morning. We used to skip class. Tell the old girl you fine. Show thick ass. <laughs> Yeah, I said I told the old girl you fine, big ass. Hey, I love to watch her when she backing up. That ass remind me of the baddest truck, and we probably took out once. Uh, that's what's up. I have at the house cooking for me, packing lunch. My phone never stopped ringing. I can fax the bunt, taking slam video games, yelling past the blunt. I be in the studio writing, paying taxes, sucking, letting bush slide. Come on, that's enough. Play with my money and die. That's some tragic stuff. Grew up on Laker games. I fuck for rampant tough. Did a show out in Boston. They think magic sucks. Taking do spend that money. I be stacking up. Told you could bring your girl, y'all just lapping up. Seem like I went from just picking rapping up to everybody new favorite rapper like Fast. Oh, I'm not the type that's gonna ask for much. I'm not the type that's gonna, uh uh, just what's old to me. A little patron fill me, something that's gonna fill me, something that won't kill me, something that's grown fill me. I really don't pop pillies, I listen to Bob Marley, the wisdom that God give me. Try and go platinum, just hoping that y'all hear me. I really don't play ball, but again, the ball fill me, uh. <laughs> like 50 cent on y'all again. I never heard a fly verse on fish from y'all again. So I don't ever want to hear fish from y'all again. Man, I can't even walk through the fire with her. Uh uh. <laughs> Cause she fine with a thick ass. I could pick you up anywhere except 10 fast. <laughs> you need me, not slim fast. Keep a Dom Kennedy shirt in your gym bag. Hey, girl, you fine with your thick ass. Three o'clock in the morning. You are in need of deliverance from discriminative images An unusual amount of musical carcinogens Here's an adrenaline boost with similar boost sentiments I vegetate in vaginal canals Venison. That is V for victory, a verbally indicative of why I haven't been inundated. inundated. I demonstrated before that I see the beat as a clitoris, and my tongue is the stimulation that's vibrating from slow to vigorous. Smooth with the finesse and the smoothness, even inside of the grooves of a record. Check it. Check it again and check the metaphors, make sure they make sense, and then twit pickets like courtside nick tickets. Gifted with algorithms, terrific with quantum physics. Merciless with the words, your verses are quite horrific. horrific. And poor morally, I never support them. Caught them in the Port Authority off guard and fought them morally. Renegade 13 who want war. At 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm spawn, escaping the grips of Satan. My supremacy is born, my identity is Jason. Jason. What you are now currently hearing, I recited in verbatim. No ultimatum, played them, laid them out on the curb, made them wait before I slayed them when I served them with the verb that. 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. You already know. Okay. That ain't time to be in. Yeah. The Port Authority yeah. turned Prince Paul, I flow. Alone in New York Fair City. Three o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to tell you. You really have no idea. That ain't time to tell you. Get silly. Crooked in this motherfucker. Clever and pretty young girl. Caught up in the zone, 
Trapped in the jaws of poverty, drug abuse in the home Three BFFs already pregnant, our every move is alone Seventeen and battered with thoughts of getting to put two in the dome Stressed and ready to just end it, suspended in disgrace Hate to descend it, her faith heavily contended Bend it over backwards, rend it, loyalty even to extend it Fam, like a ninja on a binge for vengeance Man, grabbed a stash of cash and ran away Though she had to mash, we're fastened out of the grave Two and a half days later, she'll be in the land of hate The big city is full of trees, but you gon' learn today Jumped on the bus, cat low, yo, she blended Quickly hindered by vacation in the parking lot Attended, waving a match pendant Soul crying, lying like a remnant So tiring, so inspiring, things to be implemented No guidance, but a science refused to stay down But wait, everybody knows it don't go right How it's time to shake The service is the worst, but first with time to break But finally, it's pulling in the gate Strolling through the terminal, dude, south of my mate Got up in the air, painting the picture looking great Now she's out there on the stove, lost mm. Be on the plate with the mint and sickness Substituting cookies for the cake What a what a one time What the barrel pick of my dude Two times It's me, Prince O Organized confusion is back Here we go again with the funky intro Marco Polo Marco Polo Polo Rolling with the most superior MCs Lord Authority Another MP production Sing along with me if y'all know You're now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse. Alone in New York City. It's not gonna be easy though, baby. Windows open, choking, token on some high grade. Only a little, I'm a lightweight. Migrate to a high space just to taste to change my vibrate. Mind state fluctuates. I'm strapping up my cape. Today gonna be a good day. But anyway, I digress. Finish shower and dress. Make sure it's something fresh. Yes, I'm feeling myself. Boogie is the best and I'm too cold. I ain't even talking about flows, but uh, yeah, you know. I ain't gotta rub it in. Give the mirror a grin. I'm winning. Before I started, yo, I get it. I did it. Feels good to be the this shit. Listen, chilling at the pool, keeping cool how I do. Yo, what up with you? I have been praying you was making it the family too. Good to see you with a smile on and strong. That's what we on all day long. Come on. Windows open, have been hoping for a miracle. Look up in the sky, feel imperial. Instant, vintage material. Peering through the clouds, I smile. Cause every day I'm kept giving my best. No stress, can't even worry about the rest. Best believe I'm playing for keeps. My peeps need me. And I got bellies to feed. It ain't the same as plain. Thousands of people know my name. But some fame ain't fam. If you listening now, you know just who I am. And when everything's a gamble, bet on who gon' give it back to you. Simple and practical, just mathematical. One and one, it'll always be two. No matter who you think you is. Real, recognize, real, so chill. With the small talk, take a long walk, then decide if you coming or running from it. Either way, I love it. I'ma do what it doesn't and gone. Keep it buzzing, cousin, cousin. You know it, yeah, yeah, you know it. 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 You know it,
la música de Harry Frog. Hell. Exit in the strike of boat, clean as off, eating millions and shit. So it's in the ceilings, it's in the walls, it's in the flow. That's old news, the real drugs is in the flow. Gold shoes, dating spokes on the 94. Fleetwood, my weed and fix off my body. Shit help me sleep good. G spent on that motor work. Masters under these hoods. Click too thick for you to see through it. You know how we do it. Way different from them. Mama, who let them in? Undesirables, non viable. This is what them bosses flick they lighters to. This is Harlem in New Orleans. This is old schools and dry farms. Right. This that first smoke of the month. This that shit you always wanted. Right. I hope you suckers ready for it. You know your kids waiting on it. Uh, this that first smoke of the month. This that shit you always wanted. Of the fame, give me the money and buds. Look at a walk through Harlem and it's nothing but love. A1, none of these rap guys is from with us. They don't even look cool. Most of these against the sus. You rocking with the innovators, imitated, never duplicated. If you don't feel acting, chances is you's a hater. I can smell them up on the up jealous. Look at you, all in your feelings, you can't help it Look at the ground when real niggas round I can see through the fake love and fake pounds I ain't tripping, I don't kick it with them Versus they could cop it long as they got the ticket for it That's us This is Harlem in New Orleans This is old schools and dry farms This that first smoke of the month This that shit you always wanted Right. I hope you suckers ready for it. You know your shit waiting on it. Uh, this that first smoke of the month. This that shit you always want. You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. As we proceed, Immortals, Motherfucker Part 2. Some finding is very thorough. A shuttle with bubbles, spotting the trouble. I'm never subtle, the soft, the music made the cuddle. Mine is contrived, applied, yelling aggression. Man talking depression in corner rap sessions. Quality control, breath, past every label test. Time revenge, the chance, cadence hitting every step. Bigger and better moves, reportedly produced, vocally subdued. The sound you can't refuse. You're confused, we lock, crawling, abuse, overhauling enthused. Your yesterday's news, two's company. Chances and paper is laid in front of me. Part two in the studio, recording comfortably. Reset and reassess, ready as they evolve. Affirmative action, heavy and on the job. We musically on call, we giving it to y'all. Stay hard, intact, and steady abroad. Reset and reassess, ready as they evolve. Affirmative action, heavy and on the job. We musically on call, we giving it to y'all. Lyrically strong, it should be your law. My heart and will 
killers in it. No singing the gimmicks, just bringing the simple method. What it means to kill it. Free spirit, free reign, but never free admission. Compensated display skills on my sh. Formidable opponent, use every component. The special moments on stage or in the booth zoning. We burn the candle at both ends. Focusing on make the song smoking and formulating a potion. This well suited for change to reassert an image. Uncharted limits, pointing my views and premise. Rappers today are tragic, can capture the magic. Appreciate it, indulge on what it means to have it. I play the part and express myself nastily. Smashing, accurate and all around dashing. Immortalized. Ready as they evolve, affirmative action, heavy and know the job. We musically on call, we giving it to y'all. Stay hard, intact, and steady abroad. Reset and reassess. Ready as they evolve, affirmative action, heavy and know the job. We musically on call, we giving it to y'all. Lyrically strong, it should be along. Revolutionary suicide. Now who the real is against alive? Well, you decide. This rusty 45's never underutilized. What goes down like the logo on a Puma Clyde homicide? Probably on these loud mouth Puma Clyde's. Thinking it's cool to walk around, not supervised. But hope for supervision, cause you and you could get it. Lately I've been having premonitions and superstition. But if I stepped into the confessional, who would listen? I need to change my way, show me the new religion. 
From inside of your reflective design You were meant to provide Ever since the divine Sparkled inside you Talking, walking across the water And through the fire Make it happen until the day you expire It's time for you to stop being a robot Make up your own mind You don't need a cosign Home wide, stay on your grind Focus on the gold line Don't buy into the hoop block And don't pay them no mind It's your choice If you want to spend all your time online Or go for the whole pie Get broke off like Oprah It's your life The all rise will be combined Like Voltron We won't thrive so long If you're small time like robots It's time to stand up And be a leader Not a follower Grab the mic And kill them all like cholera With the swiftness and speed of Impalas I'm hollering out like Like a lion on a challenger Push the button, shoot him down like Gallagher Pin mightier than the sword How a scholar does good in work Make him hurt like I'm the punisher Bury them under the dance floor like a murderer Walk away singing the song like Fa la 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 All they want's a treaty with me from here to Panama They don't want it pretty with me They ain't got the stamina Really ain't no dealing with me I'm an animal I gotta stop self-medicating with credit cards Credit rates, forget about it Interest Astronomical, rates? minimum payment possible On denim jeans and automobiles Anything electronical It's a disease that's out of control I go shopping I go shopping I'm a dope fiend for clothing And an addict for plastic Closets full of boxes And garages full of nonsense I'm behind on all accounts Yet I apply for more accounts Adrenaline rushes from hella expensive consumption Chemically dependent on Getting things on credit cards Ball money, ball time Smart eating, ball chum So far good Overdrawn Still I can't get sober, y'all Uh It's time, move sublime, each line, big script, Einstein, the mind climb, flip, back break your hip, I'm catalyst, shift up, higher degree, the groove at a man, see still can't see him, fill up with the slang, AM to PM, it's time, be Herculean, strong in a sense, go hard, stay G in, automatic, autopilot, flow in a glow, rude boys, rule silent, hush, Time for elevation, one time for the mind, relaxation, rewind and heed to the signs, classic format, adapt mankind, accelerate, let me deep vibrate, while I'm digging in the crates and fate. Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusebox. Different claw 
Hey yo yo, yo what's the dilly? I'm rapping for the Richie, I'm the diamond areola sitting on this tough tee. Down the town, rocking shows, much different in your city. More money than I have for mama said because she missed me. My daughter's like daddy, go get him. Corners I'm bending, like sunlight ripping through a prism. I should have been Egyptian. Just look at all the yellow gold with them pyramids on every dollar that I'm spending. But I wonder if the all seeing eye can see all that I have in my visions. For lavish life living, I woke up to a new day. Said you got a born champion Every time I wake up It's like I'm even stronger And I would never give up Cause I'm a champion Fighting with wrongs and rights I just wanna live my life Cause I'm a champion A born Greatest of my time, but these lights on the name of the shows, they ain't mine. They see how far I come, but not the climb. They love me on the way up, hate me on my decline. So what I run? Probably should have been a doctor. The way my voice cut on records, so my lyrics proper check the posture. And can't nobody do it how I do it. I lead by example, that's just part of my influence. Yet my neighbors still think that I'm a nuisance. The truth is, I'm writing a JFK that had me pulling up ruthless. Middle finger, of cool shoe. Talking about winning, cause that's what the fuck I'm doing. I run this race at a bullet's pace. Hope I hit my target. Right into my bay, push my words past the margin. Uh, and cool is how I'm managing. The truth is what I'm canvassing. Uh, and I'm born champion. Uh, cause I believe. Listening to Fusebox Radio. 
12 English-speaking Caribbean nations, plus Haiti and the South American country Suriname, are going to court demanding reparations from their former colonial masters for the crime of slavery. Great Britain, France, and the Netherlands, all of which grew fat from generations of captured African labor, would be defendants in a trial before the International Court of Justice, the world body that adjudicates disputes between nations. The black countries have hired the British law firm Lay Day, which won a settlement from victims of British torture in Kenya. Judging by the way the lawyers tell it, this is going to be a very polite affair in which the Caribbean countries will angle for some type of relatively modest money settlement. By relatively modest, I mean that real reparations would be enough to forever sever the relationship of subservience of the former slave colonies to the global systems of white supremacy and European rule. Real reparations means nothing less than a revolution in global power, because without such a revolution, those nations that became rich from slavery will maintain their position as overlords deep into the future. Ten or fifty billion dollars in payments divvied up among the plaintiffs in a lawsuit will not change the basic master-slave relationship that has obtained since Europe embarked on world conquest 500 years ago. Unless there is a fundamental political change within these Caribbean nations, such as occurred in Cuba, then any exchange of money will only reproduce the existing neo-colonial relationships. If the leadership of the Caribbean governments is incapable or unwilling to build new social relations at home, they cannot be expected to use reparations money to build true independence internationally. I strongly suspect that what is really on the table is an aid package in reparations wrappings, which would be an insult to the ancestors and a deception of the living. Let me make this clear. The Europeans on both sides of the Atlantic owe their relative prosperity to the millions of enslaved Africans and to other peoples whose lives, lands, and cultures were stolen in order to build the global white empire. There is no question that the debt must be paid if there is to be any semblance of justice in the world. But no court sitting in The Hague, in the Netherlands, or anywhere else is going to dispense justice on a global and historical scale. Justice means taking Europe and the United States off the throne that was built on the bones of slaves. A just settlement of the monstrous crime of slavery would upend the current world order. Anything less is merely a payoff to black politicians to make the historical indictment go away. So, I am for reparations internationally and here in the United States. Most of the Caribbean leaders, on the other hand, are already allowing their British lawyer to telegraph that all they really want is a nice package of aid with a reparations bow tied around it. They signal an eagerness to settle even before the proceedings begin. However, something useful may come out of this. 
The Caribbean nations say they will conduct an intense study into the many ways that slavery has hindered their national development. This could be a very educational exercise for the people of these countries. They might learn something about the real workings of power and use it to overthrow their useless leaders and help start a world revolution to bring real reparations. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to blackagendareport.com. You are now, are now, tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses.
life has been laced with anger in the past, but I laugh in the face of danger. I've been asked to embrace a stranger as I labor through the grass full of snakes but neighbors. A rascal's a race relations, but I walk a straight path in a wasted nation. Secret agendas are pushed in places in an effort to suppress and to test my patience, but... I'm an immovable object, ultimate victor in an unwinnable contest They come test like a thief in the night, but my foundation run as deep as my height The dark night fights villains trying to sabotage You dressed in camouflage, but my grandma law standing firm like a camera pod Fill the prescription like a doctor, no weapons formed against me shall prosper C'est l'étiquette attachée, pas de garantie sur du Chinese copy Même l'utopie de casse, ici est mise à prix On fait parler des chiffres, mentir les stats Tarifs pour les locaux, tarifs d'expat Le marché souffle, le chaud et les froids Car la croissance ne crée pas d'emploi Yeah. 
Radio Show. Go get Go get This is Radio Show. Say my name, first of all, I'm the soloist, the soul controller. Rock him, get stronger as I get older. Constant elevation, cause expansion. I write my rhymes while I cool in my mansion. Then put it on tape and in the city I test it. Then on the radio, the R's request it. You listen to it, the concept might break you. Cause almost anyone can relate to. Whoever's out of hand, I'ma give them handles. Light them up, blow them out like candles. Or should I just let them out? To give them a hand so they can see I felt. I'm not bold just cause I rock gold Rock cameras on the mic And you know I got so So, so, Long Island Sound Even 
and other states come right and exact. It ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. Since you came here, you have to show and prove and do that dance until it don't move. That's all you need is soul, self-esteem, or release. The rest is up to you. Hopped off the Millennium Falcon. This is Cab CAB, representing for Fuse Box Radio. You know what it is, Jersey. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio. You, I adore you. Way the booty wiggle, ain't no way I could ignore you. Want some cutthroat ish, and that's cool with me. Still in love with you, girl, and that's plain to see. When you called me last night and you told me that you missed me, kinda shocked. Two years ago, you wouldn't even kiss me. Hey, been a long time. Reminisce, think back when you was all mine. Sunshine and warm weather. Down for whatever, through the lies, see it in your eyes. Wish we never ever say you finally found the truth. Wonder how that came about. Next time we made love, I'ma wear that ass out.
smiling face, have to smile myself. Whenever I see a smiling face, have to smile myself. Whenever I see a smiling face, have to smile myself. Can't compete, come cooking something to eat, baby. And since we in the kitchen. 
kitchen Girl, let me get that muffin You look down as the older you get Can't believe what time, girl, you're getting better Looking like a picture of the dormant actor The story gets more pretty every chapter Getting more attractive Aging a factor The young one that I got, I'm about to leave her Rosemary sitting on the bike
Hit you my radio show. Go get Go get Time is running, I'm passing, I'm passing, I'm running, I'm running, I'm passing. So you all better get right at this time, because it might be no next time, y'all.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio. And I rap technology, ladies and gentlemen, I am the rapper at the scene. Expand to my side, it's my partner, the master rapper, John Lil. My eye is on the one and two, Grandmaster D, do, 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 and it goes like this. It's you, my friend, who said he saw my poster hanging up on the wall. The picture's clear, there's no mistake. My video plays in every state. Well, I didn't do a thing. I ain't got no kids, and they labeled me. A fugitive. I ain't got no time spent locked up Cause I'm riding high on lady love Things could be better, I know they could But you got to take the battle along with the good I'm one of many on the list And I want you to acknowledge this Well, things got heavy and that's bad So I pulled a disappearing act So, until things simmer down I'm gonna do my thing And I'm on the move Cause I ain't got nothing 
Box radio. 
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
on the floor Mama's crying cause love don't live here no more God is creeping around the door Saying you still haven't found everything you're looking for Somebody's saying about love and peace Nothing will grow unless we sow the seeds We can be all that we dream to be For me and you, the false and true, it's in the air just
think you'll agree. It's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.